What's up, what's up, what's up, children of the Most High? Praise God, I'm your host, Jerome Whitaker, and you have just tuned in into another episode of the Dialogue of Christ podcast. This is a show where we discuss your everyday struggles and how do we deal with them from a godly perspective. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in today, for listening wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, for taking the time out to listen to me, to listen to some good, good word of God and and to appreciate the things that he so generously gives us, like hearing the word, hearing the truth. Um, I want to thank y'all for for just giving me y'all time. For I know that you know we all have busy schedules, so thank y'all, man. I appreciate it. I really am grateful for each and every one of y'all, and I pray that God continues to bless y'all each and every day in y'all lives. Um, today's topic I want to speak about is you know who 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 is God to y'all. Who was who God to y'all? Who was God to you? What is he like to you? You know, what do you put your hope in? What do you put your trust in? You know, I, I ask that because whoever God is to you in your mind, that's how you, that's what's going to determine how you live your life. You know, you, that's that's very important to, to ask yourself, well, who is God to me? What is God like to me? You know? Second Samuel chapter 22 verse 32 to 34 says, For who is God besides the Lord? And who is the rock except our God? It is God who arms me with strength and keeps me secure. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He causes me to stand on the heights. That's amazing. Who else you know can do that for you? Who is who was God to you? Who is God in your life? What is he like to you? Is he is he some mysterious spiritual being that that sits in heaven so far away from us and and listens to everything we say and and you know gives us everything we ask for? Is he someone to you that is angry all the time and and waiting to strike you down when you do something wrong or not a part of what his plan is for your life and what he says for you to do. Is he a God that, that you know, forgets about you and your problems and, and doesn't worry about that and only cares about the people who who praise him every day and, and do things his way? Who is God to you? What is he like in your mind? What do you put your hope in? You know, or, or is it the God of the Bible who is slow to anger, filled with loving kindness and mercy, closer than a brother, you know, a friend there to, to, to help us in our need, in our time of trouble, someone we can run to for refuge and protection, you know, fill, filling us with love and joy and peace with his presence all the time someone we can have access to to cry out to when we are going through things someone we can depend on no matter what the circumstance is is God that to you because if God is that to you then you will be able to keep your eye on him in the midst of circumstances and troubles and you'll have a sense of peace that no one or nothing can take away understand people we need to put our focus and trust in God and not just a God who's a figment of our imagination or who we may think God is. 
take the time out, seek God, seek his face and get to know who God is. Because once you get to know who God is, you can be able to experience the presence and the joy and the peace that he so willingly wants to give you. Some of y'all put your hope in yourselves and your job. Wow, really? You, you mean to tell me you put your, all your hope and all your security in your job? Well, that's fickle. You can lose your job. Then what? Then where does your hope go? And yourself? Okay. You, you feel you have the ability and the mindset to do whatever you got to do. You just get up and go do it, right? But what happens if you get sick and you're bedridden or you're laid up in the hospital and you're immobile? Then what? What, what, what happens to that hope then? You see what I mean? Some of y'all put your hopes in your spouses or your girlfriends or boyfriends or your significant other. Well, what happens if that person passes away or decides to get up and leave you one day? Then what? You see what I mean? When you put your hope in tangible things, you can easily lose that. Those things can be taken away from you. But when you put your hope in God, Jesus Christ, Trust and believe nothing or no one can take that away because it's yours and it's yours for all eternity. That's what God intended for you to have to depend on him no matter what, because you can't lose that peace. He gives certain things, your money, you put your hope in your money, you put your hope in, in, in material things. All those things can be gone in a blink of an eye in a second. You have to understand who God is. When you understand who God is, you'll be able to tackle a lot of life's problems that come our way. The storms that we encounter, you'll be able to get through it because you know God is faithful. God isn't fickle. He's unchanging. He will always, always be there to guide us, to be with us while we're going through the things we are going through. And he is faithful to see us through those things. A lot of times in life, we get stuck on what's happening and we feel like we're so distant from God. Well, God isn't distant from us. Maybe it's sin in your life. Maybe it's things you're doing in your life that's keeping you from being in close fellowship with God. You need to check that. You need to fix that. You need to make yourself right with God. And if you are in a believer in Jesus Christ, that's the first thing you need to do is be in right relationship with God. Now, I know a lot of people may be like, oh, well, this is so narrow minded, you know, that that God won't hear my prayers because I don't believe that Jesus Christ is his son and Christ never came into the world to die for all of us. I, I just don't believe that. I believe in God, but I don't believe in Jesus. I don't. Well, listen, I didn't make that up. God said that he said he sent his son into the world to save the world, his only begotten son. So. If you're not accepting Jesus Christ, then how can you say that, you know, you 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 trust God and everything in your life to go the way when you can't even trust what he said about his son? You know what I mean? Christ said, I'm the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the father but by me. Now, as hard of a fact that is for you to accept or swallow because you have your own reasoning and yet and your own way of thinking and your own theories of human understanding it's the truth it's a fact now whatever you know in your mind god is to you outside of that does that really even matter 
does that even count as what truth is? You see, the problem is you could think whatever you want about God. The facts of his character and who he is and what he said still will remain when you're long gone. So you have to understand, what is God like to me? Who is he to me? Is he is he some some like like genie that he just grants everything I ask him for? Is he some mean, you know, spiritual being or or you know some grandfather figure that that's just loving and 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 doesn't look at my bad things that I do and doesn't look at the sin I've committed and he just pardons everything? Well, the Bible doesn't explain God that, that way. The Bible says God hates sin. He hates the wicked. He loves the people, but he does not love the sin. God loves the sinner, but he hates the sin. So the wicked will get what they deserve. Now, if you believe that God is just accepting of everybody and there's no, you know, no barrier between him and fallen man, then I think you need to just, you know, Ask God to reveal those truths to you. I, I can't do that for you. All I can do is go by my experience and tell you what the Bible says. You know, we, we have to understand that God is the only one that we should be depending on. We sh He's the only one that we should be putting our hope into. For there is only one God. And there is only one mediator between God and man. And that's Jesus Christ. Your hope should be in Christ. Your hope should be in the living God, because anything else outside of that that you put your hope in can be taken away from you, including you. You 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 are human. You know, you, you can't do everything. You you may feel and think you can, but when when something happens to you, how 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 long will that hope last? How how much of that hope is grounded in something that's immovable? Not much. Apart from God. So, you know, whatever you're putting your trust in, you need to turn that focus away from that thing or that person and put it toward God. Because God is the only one that is be able to sustain you when those things go away, when you lose those things. And that's the point where I'm trying to make today, guys, that God is the only one who can ultimately keep us grounded you know psalms 116 5 says the lord is gracious and righteous our god is full of compassion what human being you know is that what thing or material uh uh item that you have is full of that 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 has those qualities what nothing right and this is why my faith in god is so strong and at times i can be you know Doubtful about certain stuff, but that's everybody. We're human. We we run into situations where it can make you question certain things, but that doesn't change the facts. That doesn't change my 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 what my heart is set on, my desires. You know, you just gotta have more faith, strengthened in that area, and ask God to get you through those things. And 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 God will. He's faithful. You know, he 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 brings you through tests and storms to to strengthen your character and spirit and make you more like Christ anyway. So we're not going to be here on this earth just carefree, like just like worry free and, and problem free. That's not what he promised. But he did promise that he'll be with us through it all. He did promise that he'll get us through it, you know. And, and when we take our eyes off of him, 
That's when we fall into, you know, depression, anxiety, worry, fear, and all those other things that are outside of God's character. That's why he tells us over and over again to fear not. Fear not. So what? You you don't have the things that you feel you need. God said he will supply all your needs according to your riches and according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. He will give us clothing for our backs. He will give us food for our bodies. He will give us a roof over our head. Now, your preference may not be exactly what it is that you're living in right now. But if you have a roof over your head and you have food to eat and you have clothes on your back, does it matter that it's not Gucci clothes or or or, you know, some type of name brand or some Jordans or whatever, whatever the name brand is of your preference? Or, or the food you might have won. Okay, so what? You have to eat what you have at home and you can't go out all the time and buy yourself some nice dinner because you don't really have that money. But you still have food, right? What about what about the roof over your head? Okay, you don't have a mansion or a six-bedroom house with three bathrooms, a pool, and a jacuzzi, and a big backyard, and all the amenities. So what? That doesn't take away from the faithfulness and what God said he'll provide for you. Did he not provide for the roof over your head that you currently have? Always be grateful for what you have, not for not. And and don't look at the things that you may want, because what you may want is not necessarily what you need. Understand that God already is providing what you need. He knows what you need before you even knew it. Okay. now I'm not saying that you can't have that big house or those nice clothes or that good food. I'm not saying that none of that, but if that's if that's aligned with God's will for your life, then you will have those things. But trust and believe every single resource that God feels is sufficient for you to do the will that he designed for you to have before the foundation of the world. You have it. And if you don't have it yet, you will have it because he will make a way for you to get it. Now, anything outside of that is all preference and it's all what you may want. Don't get it twisted. God is not into what we want. He's going to supply what we need. OK, you need a car. I heard I heard uh, Anthony O'Neill talk about this. You need a car. And this is true. You need a car if if if. That's what's required of you to do God's will in your life, to get back and forth, so forth to speak. But do you need a Benz? Do you need um, a, a Porsche? Do you need a, a Audi? Do you need, you know, do you need a Marcy? A lot, whatever the, the, the car is of your dream car. And I'm not saying God doesn't want you to have nice things because he does. But don't get tw- don't get it confused of your needs and your wants. And I think a lot of times in life, people get confused. They think what they want is what they need. And and doing that can put you into financial ruin, put you in debt, you know, delay a lot of the blessings that God has for you because you're willing to hurt anybody and do anything to get what you may want. And that's not what God intended for you to have in the first place. Okay, now maybe those those nice things that you may want, God probably has a plan to where you can get those nice things later on. But be grateful for what you have right now. Be grateful for what you have today, you know, And, and when you do that, you can be you can be more appreciative and more accepting of of those those the little things that we take for granted 
each and every single day. You know what I mean? Be grateful you could breathe, man. Be grateful that you can think and, and you can see and you can hear and you can you can walk and you can do all of these things that you you just just ignore on a daily basis because you're so used to having it. You know what I mean? Like your life will change real quick if you lose something that's so vital to you that you don't even pay attention and, and, and be grateful for. You know what I mean? So the, the the food that you do have, the clothes that you do have, the the you know the roof that you do live in, and and the resources that God gives you, be grateful for that. Don't put your trust in the resources. Put your trust in the source. God is the source of all resources. When you start to put your trust in the source, that's when God has to realign your views and values, right? You know you have to understand that. You can lose a resource, but you can't lose the source if you place your hope and trust in the source. So what is your hope in? Who is God to you? That is going to determine how you live life. That is going to determine how you live life. So you need to ask yourself that question, ladies and gentlemen. Ask yourself what's true. What's 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 God's vision for your life? Who is he to you? And if you don't know that answer then maybe you need to get to know who God is. And you the perfect example of knowing who God is, is seeking his son Christ. For Christ and God are one, right? That's the best example that, that, that God can show the world. He, he gave his son. His son, his son was exactly who God is in a human body. So just... Get to know Christ. Get to know who Jesus is. Get to know what Jesus did. Get to know what Jesus, how Jesus thought. Get to know, get to know Christ because Christ is the closest thing to the Father that we have, and you only can know that by reading the Word and reading what the truth is, and don't depend on your own understanding or your own reasoning, because you don't know everything. You don't know everything, and whatever you're putting your faith and your hope in. If it's anything outside of God, it will collapse. It will crumble. You can lose it. It's not sustainable. It's not concrete. God is a rock. Okay? God is a rock. Solid. Unchanging. Wouldn't you want to put your hope and your trust in that? Not yourself. Not yourself. Now, it's cool to be confident in what you can do. But I'm more confident in what Christ can do in me. Through me for God I'm more confident than that You know God can use you far better than you can use yourself Wouldn't you agree So please Please Understand this It's not anything Outside of God that's going to keep you sustained And keep your foundation Solid and strong Stop putting your hope and trust In people or things those things can be taken away. Okay? So whoever God is to you, whoever God is to you, make sure you put your faith and your trust in God alone. For anything else is an idol. Anything else is an idol. Now, people think idols are just statues and, and you know, some type of figure or some type of animal or whatever that, that people bow down and praise. No. An idol could be anything that you place before God. That can be jewelry, that can be money, that can be your kids, that can be your wife, that could be yourself. Oh yeah, you can be an idol in your own life. You can be so self-centered and so worried about you 
how you're going to get your needs met, how you're going to have things, how you're going to be able to, to, to survive, how you, 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 you. And you will put yourself before God, and that is a no-no. So please, pay close attention on what are you putting your trust and hope in. Who are you putting your hope and trust in? And ask yourself, ask yourself this. Is this what God intended for me to do? When something happens, do I depend and run to someone else? Or do I run to God? You can tell. You know. You know when things happen to you, even if you looked at yourself in the past, you, you can tell what you were running to, who you were running to. And that should, that should tell you something right then and there. Get your priorities straight. Get your focus straight on Christ. That's the only person you should be running to about anything. God's not too busy to, to not listen to you. God always wants to hear you. You're his child. He always wants to understand, you know, where, where you're coming from because he can relate. Christ can relate. That's why he came down so he can relate to our full, you know, sufferings and, and, and problems in this world. Only Christ can do that. So please understand that we have someone that we can put our hope and our trust in. And this is the same God who controls all things. Sovereign Lord of the universe. We have him. We have Christ. You shouldn't be putting your hope and your trust in nothing else. For all other things fail. God is faithful and true, y'all. True. He's always going to be there. Everything you have necessarily won't always be here. Don't put your hope and your trust in fickle things. Things that are here today and going tomorrow. For God is eternal. He's always going to be with you in it, through it. When you get through it, before you even got into it, he's always there. So I'm going to ask you one more time. Ask yourself, who is God to me? Because God can be many things to you. But there's only one true answer. And that's the God of the Bible. The God of the sovereign universe. The God and Father of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That's the only God who can fulfill all of your needs. Who can provide the peace that you need to overcome any situation. Who can give you the strength and the assurance and the confidence to know that, you know what, I'm hurting right now, God. This is difficult. I, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. But you are faithful. You love me. And you will see me through it. Because you know exactly what's going on. Now, if you're not a believer in none of that stuff, then I don't know what to tell you. I I Besides, you know, getting to know God yourself and trusting in Christ as your Lord and Savior. That's the only thing I can tell you because anything outside of that, it's not going to last long. And you're going to wind up running to God anyway. So accept his son. Accept his son. Accept that, that Christ died for you. That's where it starts. The relationship. That's where the relationship starts. Through Christ. People would be like, oh, I pray to God. I, you know, I pray to God. And there's many religions. There's many, many type of theories out there. Many people think there's many ways to God. And everybody has their own opinion on that. 
and and that's cool but i know what my truth is i know what the truth is i know what god said in his word and i go by that and he said christ is the only way for there is no other name under heaven which one man can be saved but the name jesus christ so anything outside of that and you're putting your hope in maybe what your good works maybe your your you know the things you do for i'm a good person I'm a good person. I can, you know what I mean? God's going to accept me. I'm a good person. No, he's not. Not without Christ, he's not. Oh, you mean to tell me I, I can, you know, I never did none of these bad things and, and, and God's not going to accept me? Listen, I didn't say it. He said it. Your heart's wicked, man. We were born into a sinful world. You don't have no one to fix that for you but Christ. Who's going to, who's going to, Take on your sins for you You can't do it Not by yourself You need Christ You need someone to cleanse you of all unrighteousness to, So you can be You know made righteous before God You want to joke around And make all these God jokes And oh yeah God's going to accept me da, da, da. You know yeah I, I, don't, I don't believe in that I believe it when I see it. Okay Okay You know what's not funny What's not funny is standing before a holy God Without Jesus Christ That's not funny That is not funny That is not a joke And we're warned time and time again If you leave this world without Christ Ain't no second chances That's it It's a wrap You leave with what's in you You leave with, with what is in you so get right with Christ. Get right with God. Put your faith and your hope and your trust in him alone. Get these idols out of your life. And if you're not sure what you've been putting before God, then ask God to reveal that to you. Because he will. Because he only wants to be first in your life. We serve a jealous God, ladies and gentlemen. A jealous God. No idol shall be before God. He deserves all our glory, all our honor, all our praise, all our worship, all our everything. He deserves everything. So we are to give that to him unquestionably. So I want to thank y'all um, for, for tuning in, for listening. You know, this is episode five. Thank y'all so much. I love each and every one of y'all. I'm going to continue to pray for y'all, continue to ask God to reveal truth to y'all. Continue to, to, to seek God in everything y'all do. And, you know what I mean? Continue to just keep your relationship with God intact and, and the fellowship with God intact because that's the only thing that's going to keep you stable in this world. That's the only thing that's going to keep you grounded, not, not your resources, not the things you think you can do, not you yourself. Only Christ, y'all, only Christ. So thank y'all for tuning in, Um, you know, we're going to continue to rock out each and every week. I thank y'all for listening. And, you know, hope everybody has a great blessed week. And, and you know, just, just meditate on the things that you've heard today. Meditate on the things that, that God wants to reveal to you in this, in this podcast, you know, in this Dialogue of Christ episode. Because it's important and it starts with your relationship with Christ. So until next time, y'all, I love y'all. I'll holler at y'all later, all right? Peace.